Oh, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. This is what happens when you stir it up all day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's do that. Let's take a minute. Let's do it. Let's stir ourselves up. Let's stir ourselves up. Let's fan the flame inside of us. Stir yourself up. Stir yourself up. Stir yourself up right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. We stir ourselves up right now in the name of Jesus. We do that, God. We do that, God. We stir ourselves up right now, God. We thank you, Lord. We're excited, God. We're expecting greatness tonight. Hallelujah. We do that. We stir ourselves up right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. And the Bible says we can stir one another up. But hallelujah. God says, stir yourself up. Stir yourself up. Some are waiting for God to stir them up. But God is saying, you do it. You stir yourself up. I was bursting at the seams. Can we do worship again? Wow. And, and there's one thing I have to do, hallelujah. I have to do this. Bless the Lord. This is my... <laughs> you know the Rhema song? I call it the Rhema song. I don't know what it's called, Pastor Jess. Pastor Mike, what is it? You say that I am good or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just call it the Rhema song. And I wanted to run and I didn't run, so I had to run, hallelujah, because I got to be obedient. Because when we do that, we stir ourselves up. Glory, glory. Glory to you, Jesus. Ha! I'm excited. Bless the Lord. Okay, let's, let's get going. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Lord, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, how we love you, Jesus. You're our everything, Jesus. We want all of you, Lord. All of you, God. We love your presence. We love to be with you, God. We just love you so much, Lord. We can't get enough of your presence, God. We can't get enough of your goodness, of just being with you, God. Oh, Jesus. We just love you so much, Jesus. We'll shout it from the mountaintops. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For all the world to hear. And we'll shout it. Hallelujah. We'll shout it all day long. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Ha. Huh. You know, sometimes we do a lot of shouting in the spirit, but sometimes you just got to let it out, too. You just got to shout, Jesus! Glory. The name of Jesus. Right there, right there, right there in that moment. Jesus! That shifted something in the atmosphere. Jesus! In the heavenlies. The name of Jesus. 
Jesus! Glory, glory, glory. Ha! Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Stir yourself up, Debbie. Come on, sister. Hallelujah. All right. I know I don't have to tell you to stir yourself up. Okay, bless the Lord, I have a testimony. And the message tonight is uh, as a result of this testimony, bless the Lord. So some of the things that the Lord kind of like when we were going through it together, he pulled some things out. Hallelujah. And so uh, uh, this is the testimony. Glory, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you let me speak. Hallelujah. Um, so, hallelujah, where was I? New York City. I was in LCSM, people, I love you, and you already know this, so act like you don't know it. <laughs> so, hallelujah. I love you guys, okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, last week I was in New York City. Stir yourself up if you dare. If you dare, stir yourself up. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You mean what you say. You mean it, God. You mean what you say, Lord. Bless the Lord. Be careful what you ask for. Uh, so where was I? JFK. I was in the airport. I was in New York City. And uh, this was not, this was like a week or so ago. And so I was scheduled, I was with my daughter, and I was scheduled to come home on the Friday, whatever the day it was. And then uh, it was very foggy that day. Some of you may remember it. It was, uh, it was like maybe just a couple Fridays ago. And everything was grounded at JFK. And our flight was delayed. And then our flight was canceled. So I'm sure... You know, if you've, been, if you've done a little bit of flying, most of you, you've probably been in that, you know, situation, right? I've been there before. And um, they weren't letting anything out. They were letting international flights out, but they weren't letting any domestic flights out, and we were going from JFK to Buffalo. And so, um, so, uh, what happened? <laughs> um... So we, so we got, we stood in the line, you know, they send you back out. We were already in, we had already gone through security and then they send you back out to the ticket counter to check in. Right. And then you with everybody else, I was flying uh, with this particular airline. And so everybody, no matter where they were going in the U S of a, that was with this airline was in the same line. So this line, when all was said and done was an hour and a half long. And so we're standing in the line, and then, you know, it begins. You know, you can feel it in the air. Yeah. People are starting to get a little crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. 
there's a mother and a daughter behind us that are fighting because the daughter is so happy that they can't go home and the mother is so mad because they can't go home. And so the mother's yelling at the daughter, I know you're happy, but I'm not happy. I want to go home. And I'm like, I'm with you, mother, because you know when it's time to go? It's time to go, right? I love going, but then I always love coming home way more. And it was time to come home. And so we're in the line. There's, a, there's another guy that was in front of us from Buffalo. And, you know, people were like, you know, it was like in the movies. You know, there's cell phones everywhere. People are in this line, but they're trying to make alternate plans. Because you, it's drivable, right? It's in the middle of the night, but it was drivable. So there was this one group of people that uh, they found a car. People couldn't find cars. There were no cars to be had. There were no flights to be had. It was bedlam in the airport. And I literally was asked a guy, this guy, didn't even know the guy, but he found a car. I heard him like signaling to his friend that was further in the line that he found this car, right? So I, uh, this is not the part, praise the Lord. So uh, I said, can I get a ride with you? Can we get, I don't care who you are. Can you take me to Buffalo? And the guy's like, I would totally take you, but my car is full. And so we're trying, I had Emily, I'm like, Emily, it just, was just her and I. You call this, uh, what's it called, it? car rental? Like, we were willing to drive in the middle of the night. I was like, good to just, let's stay up all night and let's just get home because it's time to go home, right? And I'm on the phone, right, talking to, like, this airline on the phone while we're waiting in this line, right? Praise the Lord. And she's, like, you know, helping me, helping me, and they're ticking. And I don't know, do you ever wonder what is taking so long? All that clicking, <laughs> all the clicking, what are you doing with all the clicking? There's no way it takes this long, right? And so she's in there, click, 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 no, no, no. And I'm going, Rochester, what do you got that's going to Rochester? Nothing. What do you got that's going to Toronto? Nothing. What do you, I go, Syracuse, how far is Syracuse? I'll go to Syracuse, I don't even know how far that is. And she's like, we have absolutely nothing until Sunday morning. And it was Friday afternoon. Like that is, right? And it wasn't even, didn't they just have like something at the Met last week? Yeah, it wasn't that. That wasn't even going on, right? So we're still standing in this line. We're moving forward, right? And all the time I'm doing the whole, you know, self-talk, right? <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, right? I'm keeping, you know, I'm keeping my cool. All is well. Everything always works out for me. If you know me, you know that that's one of my things, right? And so I'm like, you know, and then I'm like, I'm trying, and I have my daughter too, eh? so I got to set a good example. So I'm like watching, careful, right? And we're trucking along, right? And then we get to the, so we get to the front of the, in the process actually, I called home to our secretary, because she's the one who does a lot of the bookings, and some people just love that kind of stuff, right? And they're really good at finding this, that, and the other thing, they can find all the deals, and, and they're fast, right? So I'm like, you know, Chell, you got to help me out. You got to get on there and you got to find me a flight home. I don't care if I go to Toronto. I don't care if I go here. I don't care if I go there, but you got to get me home. She's like, I'm on it, right? And I'm thinking if there's anyone who can get me a flight, it's her. And so then we get to the counter finally, an hour and a half later. And the lady goes to me, uh, yeah, Sunday morning. Or yeah, Sunday morning. Can't do any better than that, okay? And this is Friday, again, Friday afternoon. So we were quick at the counter. We went off to the side and I called my, the secretary and I go, uh, what's going on? She goes, I don't know what is going on. She said, what is happening in New York? And I said, I don't know. It's New York. There's probably lots of things that are happening, but nothing that I am aware of, right? 
And she goes there, and she's clicking away. I'm hearing her click away. There is nothing anywhere. She's going, I have checked. She's like, I've checked everywhere. And she's tick, 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 and she goes, I checked Toronto. I checked even different airlines. She's going, because I know you want to get home, so I know that you're willing to, like, just pay to go on another airline, right? And she's like, there is nothing. There's got to be something. And she's going, what is going? I'm going, I don't know. Just get me home, right? And then finally she goes, oh, she goes, there's two seats left on an Air Canada flight to Toronto, right? And I go, I'll take it. And she goes, okay, no problem. So she starts clicking. So she goes, I'll call you back. I'm going to do my thing quickly. Get off the phone because you're bugging me and I got to do my thing. And so I'll call you back. So she's clicking away. She's doing her thing. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Emily and I now are off to the side, right? And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And finally I call her back. And I'm like, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? And she's like, I don't know what's going on, but every time I go to book your, those two seats, it kicks me out. She goes, so I'll get everything entered, I'll get to the spot, and then it takes me back to the homepage. And she goes, I've done it like five times. There are two seats. I see those two seats, and they're two seats together even. But it won't let me book them. I say, I'll call you back. So I go, Emily, and I grabbed Emily. Paola, come here, honey. This one, so, right? I grab Emily. I go, Emily. We walked off. This is all the people, all, all you JFK people, <laughs> right? The ticket counter's over here. I go, Emily, we got to pray. So we stand here, right, amongst all the people. And we, we just grabbed hands, right? And I'm, I, ha I was like this with my eyes open, looking at all the people. And I said, Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I said, Jesus, I know you love all these people. <laughs> I literally said that. I know you love all these people. I go, but Jesus, I am in love with you. And I said, Lord, I know that those two seats are ours. I know, God, that you, you set that up, Lord. Come on, two seats together, right? That's totally the handiwork of God, right? So I'm like, I thank, Lord, I claim those seats. Those are our seats. I know those are our seats, God. I thank you for those seats. And God, I thank you for your favor. Those seats are ours in Jesus' name, amen. As soon as I let her hands go, I heard the ding, and I got not a call from my secretary, not a text from my secretary. It was the email that my flight was booked. And we got the last two seats on the flight, and we sat together. Hallelujah. Ain't that something? Yes, hallelujah. Isn't that good? I know, I know. God is so good. God is so good, he's faithful. And so can I tell you in that moment, someone might as well have given me a million dollars in that moment. Like it meant so much to me. Because you know, I was just thinking as I was in worship, right? That we really have to be careful when we do the big and the small thing. You know, when, don't let, let's not let ourselves go there. Let's not let ourselves minimize the goodness of God, the power of God, the testimony of Jesus. Let's not do that. Because if we do that then, then we are telling ourselves that there are big things and there are little things and there are 
more difficult things and less difficult things. And what's the difference to God between a cold and cancer? No difference to God. So we can't tell ourselves that there are big and there are little, whether we're talking about a good testimony, right, or we're talking about the bad stuff, right? It's all the same to God. Amen? A testimony is a testimony. Bless the Lord. Amen? Okay, because we have to watch that. Because that does something to your perspective when you allow yourself to do that, okay? So that's really important. Bless the Lord. So now, what happened? That's my testimony. Where's Pastor Jess? She would be so happy that I got that story out. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I am an anointed storyteller in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So, of course, then, I had, you know, okay, Lord, what just happened there? What just happened there, Lord? And he said, that was you. He said, that was all you. That was your faith. You, you got those two seats by your faith. That was you. He said, that was all you. He said, those seats were there. I, he said, I did my part. Those seats were there. And those seats were going to be there. But they could have gone to somebody else. Or they could have stayed empty. But I use my faith. This is what the Lord is saying. You used your faith. Just like the, the woman with the issue of blood. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith, your faith healed you. Your faith made you whole. Your faith allowed you to walk out in public and fellowship with your friends and family once again. It was your faith, daughter, that did that. And that's what the Lord said to me. He goes, you know, I did everything. I did everything. The cross, it's finished. Jesus did it all. God is resting. And Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He has done it all. He has made the all of the blessing. The blessing of Abraham in Deuteronomy. Everything you need to live a good life. A prosperous life. A whole life. Jesus and the work of the cross and the plan of our Papa has already done what he needs to do. Why is this important? Because some people are still waiting for God to move. And God is waiting for us to move. And that's why that was very important what he said to me. He said, you did it. You appropriated those seats. You're the one who did it. Your faith, just like the woman with the issue of blood. So what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. The other thing he said to me about it was, because we're going to talk a little about preparation. The other thing he said to me about that testimony was this, because I love to like, you know, let's slice and dice it, you know. Let's learn from this. What can we learn, right? And so um, 
The other thing he, he said was, you know, and it, it wasn't just what you did in that moment. You know, when you stood there and you prayed, it wasn't just that. But he showed me how that moment when I appropriated with my faith those seats, that was a culmination of all the moments that came before that. All the moments with him. All the times in the word. All the meditation moments. All the times I said yes to him. All the times when he said, read it again, and I read it again. All the times I obeyed. All the times I submitted, which is talking about your attitude, by the way. Right? Time after time after time, day after day after day. I've known the Lord for 25 years. Praise the Lord. Right? But it wasn't just because of that moment, but all of that stuff, all of that time, all of that was preparation for that moment and any other moment of testimony, right? All the preparation. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight is what is the prep? What's the preparation? Dr. Kaufman actually said something about preparation when he was here, and that kind of struck. I was like, okay, yeah, we're definitely doing this when I heard him say that. <sighs> Jesus. You know, we say we do the do's. We say, what is our part? This is what we're talking about. We're talking about preparation. But I have a few things in particular that I'm going to pull from this particular testimony. So this is not an exhaustive list, but these are some things that the Lord highlighted to me. Okay, ready? Yay. So what led me to that place of appropriating the blessing of God? What prepared me for that blessing and favor? What did I do and what was my part? Bless the Lord. Because God has done his part. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, hallelujah. So we have a foundational scripture. Hebrews 11.6, very well known. I have the New King James Version, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Faith is essential. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So obviously, faith is huge, but the focus is diligently. Okay, that's the emphasis for tonight, is diligently. Uh, the, the Passion Translation says, for those who passionately seek him. You know, in that moment, when I cried out to God, essentially, <laughs> in that moment, in not so many words, I was standing on the covenant promise that I'm in covenant with you. God, I know you love all these people, right? But I'm in covenant with you. And there are certain things that come as a result of being in covenant with you. Okay, praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about that. So bless the Lord. So diligent. He is a rewarder of those who diligently, the diligent part. So that word diligent means consistent. Consistent, consistent, consistent. So I know I was talking to Melissa about this, hallelujah, before prayer. 
you're probably not going to hear anything tonight that you have not heard before. But God is hitting home on consistency. And I heard a quote two days ago, and I thought, wow, that's a good one. If you want to be taken seriously, be consistent. Isn't that good? If you want to be taken seriously by God or anybody else, if, you have, if you're having an issue with that, if you're wondering why people aren't taking you seriously, ask yourself, am I being consistent? If you want to be taken seriously, be consistent. Praise the Lord. Okay. By failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Or by failing to prepare, we, won't, we will not appropriate the blessing of God that belongs to us as children of God and joint heirs with Christ, right? So we have to do our part. We, ha we, ha we must prepare. We must do the do's, okay? And we must be consistent. Okay, so here's, here's a thing, couple of things. I think I have like two, two major points here. The first thing is we must know, guys, you heard this before. You totally have heard this before. And nobody is going to be surprised when this comes out of my mouth. I'm telling you, it's probably going to be the last thing I say before I step over into heaven. Is we have got to meditate on the nature of God. On the nature of God and what he has made through Jesus available to us because you gotta know that would not have happened if I did not believe that God is who he say that he is who he says that he is and that I can have what he says that I can have and we're going to talk about a couple of those things amen and so that's the first thing the nature of God God is always good this is a big one God is not trying to keep good stuff from you. God was not trying to keep those seats from me. When, they, when she kept getting kicked out and back to the home screen, God was not, that was not God trying to keep those seats from me. God is trying to get stuff to us. That's why God wants you to hear tonight that we, me too, have to remain consistent. We hear Gloria Copeland says it. In consistency, in, in, consistency lies the key. Not inconsistency. Okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You have to be careful. Right? The key is to be consistent. Again and again and again. Okay, I'm going to go here right now. Bless the Lord. Diligent. Okay. Praise the Lord. Look at, look at this. This is uh, Kenneth Hagin, Believer's Authority. The turning point in my life came when I prayed these prayers. He's talking about Ephesians. When I prayed these prayers for myself more than a thousand times. I spent much time praying these two prayers on my knees at the altar. I kept my Bible open before me to these prayers and prayed them for myself several times a day. Sometimes I stayed in prayer two or three days at a time. 
I spent about six months praying this particular prayer in Ephesians. Then the first thing I was praying for started to happen. So did he pray just once? No. He was consistent in his prayer for this particular thing that he was believing for. Amen? Praise the Lord. And then I'm going to go here because he's talking about being consistent in meditation. This is plans, purposes, and pursuits. Also Kenneth Hagin. I love Kenneth Hagin. So excited to meet him at the right time, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> and he says, God wants transfigured bodies and he wants transformed minds. These are the spiritual sacrifices the Bible says the believer is to offer up to God. Many people, okay, this is meditation now meditation meditating on who you are in him many people are trying to serve god with the same old unrenewed mind that they had before they were born again no wonder they're having so much trouble with their bodies and with their thoughts it takes work and that d word discipline to renew your mind it doesn't come by simply attending church although we're so happy that you come to church or by praying did you hear that? And it doesn't come overnight. It requires diligent meditation in God's word and learning to change your ways and patterns of thinking to line up with what the word says. But renewing our minds is not an option. If we're going to be true New Testament worshipers, a transformed mind is part of the spiritual worship we are to offer up to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So consistency. Consistent in, right? Getting in the word, seeing what the word says about the nature of God and what has been made available to us. What is our inheritance in Christ? What do we get because we're children of the most high God? We, there's no excuse for any of us, myself included. We got to get in here. God is not trying to keep it from us. He's made it so plain. This is English. He's made it so plain. He wants us to know how good he is. He wants us to know it's been made available. Because you can't go for something if you don't know that it's available to you. So the first step is we got to know. We have to know. We have to open it up. We have to sit in here. We have to listen to the teachings. We have to do the do's that's required to, to get to the place of knowing. But do we stop at knowing, Tori? No. We have to believe. We got to go from knowing what God says, that he's not trying to keep stuff from us, that he's for us. God is for us. He's on our side. He wants us to be inundated with blessing. You know when you pour open the bucket and the, all the water flows on you and you're like saturated and completely dripping in water? That's what he wants. He takes so much joy in that. But we have to get to the place of believing it because he's already made it available and it's our job to get it. We got to take it by faith. We have to take what belongs to us. We got to go in behind the cur curtain and get what is ours. Mm -hmm. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we got to know it and we got to believe it. How do we believe something? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. An expectation or hope is built, right? Went through the meditation process. When you see what God says and you say what God says over and over and over again. So God is good. God, I already gave you a meditation picture. I already gave you, uh, how do I build my expectation? How do I build my hope, Sandy? By that picture of the water bucket. God's trying to bless me. Right? God's trying to bless me. God's not a hoarder. If that's how you see God, that's got to be changed. And you, me, we got to change that. Nobody else can change that for us. Hallelujah. Okay. Bless the Lord. Okay. So what's second? Okay. Yeah. Second Peter 1, 3, and 4 says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. He wants us to be partakers of the divine nature. Like, come on. Our God is so good. Everybody say that. You guys are good. You guys are good. That is so good. Yes, you got to say it like you mean it. He's so good. If you were to type that out, it would be S with a lot of O's. So good. God is so good. God is not just good. Ice cream is good. God is so good, Amy. Isn't he? He's so good. Hallelujah. Okay, praise the Lord. You got to say it. Got to say it. I'm not moving on. God is so good. He's so good. God, you are so good. In fact, God, you are great. You, you know, a lot of times I'll catch myself when I say good, I have to correct it and say great. God, you're great. You're so, you're the greatest. And then I'm like, God, there's no English word. That's what happens when you meditate. Man, God, you're so good. You're the best, God. There's nothing better than you, Lord. Nothing better than you, God. Nothing better than being with you, God. And I always feel so good after having been with you because your good gets on me. That's what happens when you meditate. you got to stay there, though. Y'all wanted me to go on to the next point. Because you heard me say God is good 10 times already. But you can't rush it. Praise the Lord. Oh, we got to do business with this. Okay. Bless the Lord Jesus. Bless the Lord. What has he made available to us? The ability to approach God with boldness. That was that too. That was some boldness there. Some holy boldness right there. The boldness of Jesus. Jesus was bold. Are you kidding me? To go and like spit in the dirt and put it on the guy's eyes? That takes some boldness. 
boldness, confidence, which is fueled by faith. That's what boldness is. It's fueled by faith. When you believe that God is good, when you believe that God is good, when you have an issue, you run straight to God. But if you don't believe that God is good, then when there's an issue, he might be the last person you go to. Because why would you go to somebody that you don't believe is good? Doesn't make sense. We don't do that, right? Praise the Lord. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Boldness is a prerequisite to receiving because the fuel for boldness is faith. Hallelujah. And we appropriate everything by faith. Everything we receive is because of faith. Faith is the thing that makes it happen. Amen? One of the rights we have because of the cross is the right to come freely into the presence of God without condemnation, without insecurity, and without the fear of not being heard. We can run right in there. Run right in. Run right into the inner court. Right into the Holy of Holies. Right into the throne room. Right in there. Just fling those doors open wide and run right in there and run straight onto your papa's lap. That is a person who knows who they are. That's a person who knows who God is. That's a person who knows. They're confident. They believe that, okay, yo, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to fling these doors open, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they're confident. He's going to say, come on up, baby. Come on up. Come on, climb up on my lap. Otherwise, a person who d is not bold, fueled by the faith of who God is, they ain't good. they're not going to do something like that. But the Bible says, let us therefore come boldly. Boldness is a good thing then. Boldness is not arrogance. It's not pride. It's not stepping on people to get to the throne room. Boldness is confidence. It's I know who God is. I know what God has made available to me. And I know who I am. We have to know who we are. That's the other part. We have to know and believe who God is. We have to know and believe what God has made available to us through Jesus Christ and the cross and the blood. And we have to know who we are. Kenneth Hagin says, when you get born again, the first thing you should do is find out who you are. Doesn't that make sense? The first thing you should do is find out who you are. This is his little mini book. We probably have it in the bookstore. We do. And it's his In Him Realities. I, I tried counting. There are over 200. And it's not an exhaustive list. He says that. But this is who we are in him. If you don't know who you are in him, if you're just learning, or maybe you know some things, but you're like 200. I didn't know there were 200. Get this. Or get in here. Every time you see an in him, through him, by him, 
because of him, as a result of him, especially in the epistles, Kenneth Hagin says, underline it and get meditating on it because that's who you are. Doesn't it make sense? Why wait 25 years after coming into the family of God to discover whose family, oh, by the way, this is whose family you're in. Does that make any sense? I am the righteousness of God in him, Debbie. Come on. I am the righteousness of God in him. In him. Because of Jesus. It's all because of Jesus. He gets all the glory. But God is like, come on. You know, I, I don't want to use the wrong word, so I'm going to read what I wrote. And um, Here it is. Acting unworthy. This is Kenneth Copeland. Got to love it. Acting unworthy is disrespecting the price that Jesus paid to get us into the throne room of God. Not finding out who you are in him is disrespecting the price that Jesus paid to get us into the throne room of God. Not taking the time to meditate on the in him realities, who we are in him, is disrespecting the price that Jesus paid to get us into the throne room of God. Not taking the time to discover, to meditate on who God is, who your father is, and what's been made available to us is disrespecting the price that Jesus paid to get us into the throne room of God. Proverbs 28.1 says, The righteous, they are bold as a lion. The righteous, I am the righteousness of God. I am bold as a lion. Amen? But I can't just put on boldness. Because what happens when I just try to put on boldness? It never comes out bad. Right? There's you probably some like fear in there. You know what I'm saying? So we got to meditate on, I am his righteousness. So I am bold in him. I am bold in him. I approach the throne room. Come on. With boldness because of Jesus. We got to spend some time meditating on that. Amen? So that... When the moment comes, I don't got to put it on. It's in there. And it comes out automazio. You must love it when people are listening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We go to the greatest, greatest church in the galaxy. I don't know what y'all other churches are doing, but we go to the greatest church in the galaxy. Okay, where are we? Okay, so this, so, okay, so favor is another big deal in that moment. Because I believed, come on, I know you love all these people, Jesus. I know you love all these people. That's not the question. But I believe, I believe that I have your favor. And these seats are mine. Because I'm the first and not the last. I'm the beginning and not the end. I'm the head and not the tail. I am 
The favorite one. You know you can say that. Because don't worry, I'm saying it too. So we can all say that. The devil has lied and got people believing they can't say that because they're being arrogant, because they're being prideful, because they're being selfish. That's a lie. You can say what God says. Say what God says. Amen? Hallelujah. We already have God's favor. You don't have to, you don't have to pray for the favor of God. You just got to receive it. We receive everything, even the favor of God, by faith. Okay? Hallelujah. Uh, for by grace you have been saved. We already have it. Ephesians 2, 7 says, it's going to take all the ages to come. This is a bit of a paraphrase. For him to show us all the riches of his grace in the kindness he's given us. Come on. It's going to take all the ages to come for him to be able to show us the grace that he has extended towards us who believe. All the ages to come. It's going to take, I don't even know how many ages that would be. I don't even know how long an age is. But if he, if he said, it's going to take a year for me to tell you about the grace that I have extended toward you, I would say, wow, God, a year? There's that much that you have for me? A year? It would take a year for you to tell me that? No, think about this now. See, this is what, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. You got to take a moment, and you got to be like, okay, can you imagine if God talked all day long? If he took 24 hours and talked constantly for 24 hours about the grace that he has extended toward you. That would be a lot of examples. That would be a lot of points that he would be giving you, right? For 24 hours. If he's talking about grace here, grace there, grace here, grace there, grace here. Oh, and then grace here and here and there and there. In 24 hours. And then if he did it maybe for a week, Sandy, how about if he did it for a month or a year? How about 10 years? That's what you got to do. You got to let, let it sink in. You got to be like, don't rush, people. You got to be doing that with the Lord. And then you got to stay there until meditation leads to revelation. Until he says the one thing, you finally hear it, bless the Lord, because you stayed. Me too. And it changes everything. That's where we say one word from God can change your life. Bless the Lord. When you get that revelation word, word of revelation, it changes you forever. But you have to stay. You got you to do the do's. You got to do your part to get that, right? Hallelujah. What else? Oh. Oh, yeah, Psalm 512 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. That is a built-in meditation for you right there. The favor of God surrounds you as with a shield. The favor of God surrounds me. Say, the favor of God surrounds me. The favor of God surrounds me. The favor of God surrounds me. Say, I mean it. The favor of God surrounds me. 
You know, every morning I say, this is the day that the Lord God has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And the favor of God surrounds me. It goes before me and it surrounds me in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Bless the Lord. Okay. Hallelujah. We cannot. Okay. Second, I love, I love this because also this is so meditative, built-in meditation. God is so good. He's so gracious. We don't even have to like sit and have him to come up with a different picture. Check this out. We can't get away from God's favor. Second Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. Can you see that? Throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And the Amplified said, for says, for those whose heart is completely his. The eyes of the Lord, he just looking to favor you. He's just looking for every opportunity to favor you. You know, my kids laugh because when my kids were little, I love giving gifts, okay? And I love, like, if they wanted something, I would find, I would, like, find an excuse. Oh, you tied your shoes. Here you go, have this gift. I would have these things, but I always had this kind of, like, I want it to be like for a reason, you know, because people don't want to spoil their kids and all that kind of stuff. I would look for any excuse to give my kids a gift. Oh, you went to school today. You know, that's a big deal for us, right? Oh, you went to school today because I loved when my kids were home from school. You get a gift. And that's a good one, Holy Spirit, because I did not think about that before until this moment. And that's a wonderful example. And that's how you are with us. You are looking for any excuse. Hallelujah to favor us. Bless the Lord Jesus. Okay. Mm. God is waiting on us to receive his favor. Most people are waiting on God to favor them. So we got to get that right. Right? We got to get that right. And we got to be consistent in doing our part and preparing. We prepare to receive. If you're not receiving, the question is, have you been preparing? Hallelujah. We must know who we are. I said that. Uh, another thing that came on the scene, just very quickly, two more things. Number one is relationship. Obviously. We got some history together. I'm looking over there because you know that represents the testimony, right? But we got some history together, me and Jesus. You know, I know that, you know, a lot of you got some history with Jesus, right? You got some stuff, some experiences, some breakthroughs, some victories. He has led you by the hand and walked you, walked through some amazing things with you. And that, right, when you're believing the Lord for things, when you're standing on a promise, when you pray, you know, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman of God availeth much. Your relationship, right, it's like I said, everything about who I am in God and my relationship with God and what I believe about God and all the things that I've done over the past who knows how many years had just kind of culminated in that one moment and I was able to appropriate what belongs to me, right? But it wasn't just one thing, it was all those things. And my relationship with him, per relationship prepares you to receive. It prepares you. When you got, you know, you can use your natural examples. You got people that you're so close to 
that you could just go on in their house and you can go take stuff, right? And they're okay with it because you're, you are close to them. And we all have people like that. Hallelujah. But relationships take work, don't they? They take some time. And they certainly take commitment. Hallelujah. Try to make it plain. Jesus, that's the only way I know how to do it. That's why. Hallelujah. You have to get some history together. You have to have gone through some experiences together. Hallelujah. Then you can pull on that, right? That I'm, I'm in, you know? I say this all the time to Jesus. You're the only in I need. You know? You know how people are like, I know so-and-so, and I know this person, and I know all these famous people. <laughs> I don't know too many people to say that, but praise the Lord. <laughs> but you know, I say, Jesus, you're the only in I need. Hallelujah. You can get me in anywhere. And the final thing is obedience. Boom. Obedience prepares you to receive. Hallelujah. Page nine. I got to read another thing from this book. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done, guys. Just let me read here because I highlighted it. So obedience prepares you to receive. Ah, uh, this, this is what the Lord said to Kenneth Hagin. I bless all of my people as far as I can. Ah. But the reason there is not the move of God and the depth of the flow of the Spirit and the fullness of the manifestation of the Holy Ghost today is because men and women do not take time to hear from me. And they do not take time to follow my plan set forth in the scriptures. The more closely you follow my plan, the more my power will be in demonstration and in manifestation. Come on, who doesn't want the demonstration and the manifestation? Who doesn't want the demonstration and the manifestation? I'm like, Lord, I am waiting for the popcorn healings in this house. Where people are like, all of a sudden they scream in the middle of a message. Oh my gosh, I just got healed. Right, all over the place. Pop, 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 right? We want that. But we have to take the whole thing. All right? Am I, am I being, it's linked to obedience. Bless the Lord. He will put his approval and his blessing on his plans. He will put his approval and his blessing on his plans. And the final thing is, obedience shuts the door to the devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. Give him no place in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray your life was impacted by the service and that you were able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but have been far from him. We want to give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross so that you and I could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. So if you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then repeat the simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and have been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. Help me believe in you and love you every day. Help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. 
I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you just made to have Jesus as the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey, but most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we'd love to send you uh, with some easy steps on how to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.